man, I don't know how many podcast ideas I've had. Because, like, every, I feel like every male these days, Gen Z especially, has, like, I want to start a podcast. Like, yeah. so many people do. There's, like, thousands of podcasts. When we were thinking of names, I found so many of, like, the same name that we wanted to use. And, um, let's see, I think I wanted to start one in senior year with two of my friends. It was, it was Owen and Isaiah. Yeah, I can see it. And then, freshman year of college, I think, like, Gavin Zimmerman, Owen again, some other boys. All right, so that that's two. And then, a friend of mine, Paige, wanted to start one, that's three. Revisited the idea with Paige, like, a year later. Revisited the idea with Gavin a year later. So, yeah, this is number six. This is six. Nice, nice. This is the first time we've actually gotten to the recording process. So we're in the green. We're hopefully we get viewers. I know a lot of people that would uh, maybe listen for five minutes, and there are more that would listen for maybe ten. So let's see if we could get people to watch for an hour. Yeah, a lot of work ahead of us. We it's a grind, especially when you're a college student. Um, but I'm almost done in like three weeks, two weeks. I don't like even know entirely? the schedule. I don't know the schedule anymore. I'm I'm so exhausted. Nice. Um, but I guess we could, we should jump right into the topics. Gotcha. Dream interpretation is a scam. Now, I know people who are going to be, like, up in arms about that one. I don't know about you guys, but I just don't believe in it. What about, like, what what's your ideas on dream interpretation? My idea is, like, from a biblical standpoint, because, you know, church, Christian okay. church, I can understand the idea of dreams being interpreted and having meaning behind them. However... I don't think you sitting there eating eggs at breakfast, like, in your dream, means, oh my gosh, your mom's gonna die tomorrow. Or, yeah. like, your life's about to have a life-changing event coming soon, or, like, oh, you're doing, like, I can understand childhood trauma being reinforced in your dreams, just from, like, you know, recurring themes that you keep seeing, and things that mirror you, events you've had in your childhood. However, I don't believe that it's, like, you know, oh my gosh, it's gonna change your life tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what your opinion on it is. I mean, yeah, I'm sure that there's some that, like, have some meaning, but also, like, not every dream has to have a meaning. No. Things can just happen. I, I think the people who are, like, they they revolve their lives like psychologists who mm-hmm. are just making money or trying to, like, sell people the idea of everything has meaning. This every dream has me. meaning. Let me read your dreams. Or, like, people who seek other people out to interpret their dreams. Like, I told you guys bit about this before the podcast but now that it's actually recording my dream last night i want i want people who actually deeply believe in dream interpretation to try to dissect this one because it's a doozy i had a dream i've never done this before i don't think i ever will i took lsd and i i was like all right like i just popped it i'm gonna go take a shit and like before it hits before i'm i'm out of it and I'm like, it's diarrhea. It is just disgusting. And it takes so long. It is a long poop. I'm fighting for my life in the bathroom. And, like, I'm, I'm wiping a bunch. And then everything starts getting fuzzy. Everything's getting warped and fucked up. And I'm like, oh, fuck, it's hitting. And then I wake up. Someone genuinely dissect that for me. We're and- heat stained, I have to ask. <laughs> There, you no, I, it was all in the toilet. It was all in the toilet in the dream, and I did not shit myself. Gotcha. I did not shit myself. When I, when I woke up, I was like, did I just have, like, bad gas or something? No. No shit. 
I checked. I even took a piss, like, after I got out of bed and woke up. I was like, okay, I'm good, I'm good. I've never shit myself, and I'm 20 years old keeping that streak alive, thank God. Um, but, yeah, there, there are people who deeply believe in that, and it's like, okay, maybe dreams have meaning. Like, I, I regularly have zombie apocalypse dreams, unironically go to bed hoping for one. I love that shit. But it's also like, I I dug into it. I'm like, okay, why do I have this all the time? And the generally accepted meaning is like it's a big life change, which is why you have the zombie apocalypse stream. You know, sometimes they they line up and I'm like, okay. And other times it's just like, "Mm." because it's also, dude, I've been watching zombie films since I was like five. Yep. I used to be obsessed with it. I had I had a whole, like, story arc in my life devoted to zombie films. Maybe I just like that. Yep. <laughs> and maybe that's the meaning. I, I don't know. I, I think that... If you want to interpret dreams, sure. Depending on the context, depending on, like, how close the event happened. Like, if, if you had something traumatic happen and then a dream, like, the night of. Okay. But people who are psychologists or, like, just avid dreamers that actively do that regularly. Almost like astrology girls. It's just like, why? You know? I just saw a joke about that the other day. He sent it to me, actually. It was a comedian. He went up, and he was like, guess my sign. I dare you. And then somebody guessed something, and he was like, that's not it. I'll give you 12 more guesses or something. <laughs> Doesn't he say, like, no, no matter what it is? And no, he's like, a, oh, you're such he's, a Scorpio. That's the thing. He's, he's he like, said, he's oh, just... by the way, I'm this. And then somebody in the crowd goes, I, I knew it. it. He said, I'm actually not that. I'm this. And then somebody yeah. else goes, I knew it. And he was like, do they not get it by now? Yeah, they, I'm they not don't. any of these. <laughs> Man, astrology girls are a whole different breed, but I'm not willing to piss them off today. <laughs> uh, not, not today, maybe for later later podcast, maybe. I, I just... Man, crazy dreams are hilarious. And I'll have, like... Man, I'll have some weird ass dreams that I, I have to wake up and like process in in complete silence. And yep. then like I wake up, I go to the bathroom. I'm still like, think, I don't know if you guys have had dreams like that where you you have to stew on it like all day. No, I get them a lot. If you like, how how did that come to fruition? They mainly come from stress though. That's why I found them to be like my cause for having weird dreams. Is whenever I'm like having a lot of stress or something like that. My brain just keeps going while I'm asleep, so it's just a constant issue. So it's not necessarily that your dreams have meaning. It's no, just it's just that, that your it's, mind it's is a reflection of what like, my of the state of my mind. And I wouldn't. Even, I I could believe that. I wouldn't go to someone to get that diagnosis. No, I don't want them to sit there and interpret it. If I think it has some meaning, there's probably a reason that I think that, and I probably mm-hmm. know what it is. Yeah, I mean, maybe people just assign meaning to it as like a form of control. If, if I can make sense of it, it calms me down. Exactly, or, but you don't have to ask someone to do that. Yeah, I don't have to go to someone and be like, you're a psychologist, I'm going to tell you all my dreams. And they, every single detail has meaning. That, I don't get that. Because I'm not going to pay $50 just to go into some place and then be like, oh yeah, this just means you're really stressed, or like, this just means you have some traumatic thing you're suppressing. I could have figured that out myself. <laughs> Yeah, this is, a, this is a hot button one. I think I'm going to save this for later. I want to go to the recession meal. So, Ooh. Gen Z, now we're adults dealing with a recession, but let's rewind the clock to our recession meal. And I asked some people this question before. Some of them don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. It's like, 
Okay, now I know that you were pretty well off during the 2008-2009 recession. Mm -hmm. My recession meal was baked chicken thighs with one of the following sides. Mac and cheese, green beans, or steamed vegetables. Because that was the most cost-effective dinner for a middle-class family at the time. My recession meal consisted of a 50-cent honey bun and a 99-cent energy drink. Because I was living Those honey buns were good as fuck, though. They slept. Same with the Cosmic Brownies. That was like However, the breakfast, besides Pop-Tarts. I literally was working and doing my own thing at that point in 2008. I was still mowing lawns and, like, you know, trying to go out and help the family. Respect and you for the grind. I was not doing <laughs> shit. Do you want to explain what a recession meal is before you go too deep into this? Okay, the recession meal is for people who were, in 2008, 2009, part of a family that was either, like, barely getting by or completely fucked by the recession. It is a meal that's like, it's not supposed to be great. It's supposed to be, this is what we can afford. This was the most cost-effective meal. I'm thinking more so dinner or like the breakfast you had every day kind of recession meal. I skipped breakfast every day. I never had breakfast unless I went to school. That was my thing. I, 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 I started doing that too. I lived off of school lunches and school breakfast because my family had just left the house, or house is what we called it, but we were borderline homeless from, like, elementary school until we moved here to Leavenworth. And yeah. we, like, moved here, I think, right at the end of the recession or, like, mid-recession. <laughs> well, what was your recession meal? That was a while ago. <laughs> you don't remember? Man, I got so those... sick of those chicken thighs. I, 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 we, were eating, uh, we were eating tripe, which is uh, goat, lamb, beef, pork intestines. We were eating uh, a lot of, like stuff that we usually grew out like natural onions and like garlic which you can find especially in a lot of places it's weird uh, we ate mulberries and stuff off trees it, it was really weird it wasn't normal foods i'm sorry but we had you a very can't remember i remember eating a lot of like spaghetti and sauce that was a, that was like, a popular one not a lot of meat like that that, ra that ragu <laughs> That ragu spaghetti sauce. No, that's a little too on <laughs> That 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 thirty uh, cent spaghetti sauce. Pasta sauce in a best choice can. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. Even best like, best the, choice the carry. <laughs> best choice carry. Two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Yes, it did. That, that was something. Um, <laughs> man, if it wasn't baked chicken thighs for me, it, it was fucking baked pork chops. That that's what a lot of yeah. people say. It's either the pork chops or like spaghetti. I had a curry chicken a lot. Curry chicken and dumplings. If you know what Jamaican curry chicken is. It's literally chicken, onions, carrots, and, like, celery mixed with chicken and curry, like, chicken thighs or, like, whole chicken that we cut up and then put in a pot and then bake it with dumplings, which is just flour, salt, and water <laughs> boiled in a pot. That sounds better than the shit I got. I, I, I got so sick of it. I can't and, eat uh, chicken thighs anymore. The other one was cornmeal porridge. If you know what cornmeal porridge is, then you'd understand. I think I'm glad I don't know. It is. It's actually really good. I'm sorry. If y'all don't know what it is, I'm sorry that you didn't have a childhood that was that good growing up. It's cornmeal, sour, or sweetened condensed milk, I think evaporated milk, and water mixed and cooked in a pot. So it's not like grits or like cream of wheat, but like dirt cheap. <laughs> like more dirt cheap than cream of wheat or grits already are. Yeah. <laughs> I think Gen Z now kind of like low-key judges each other based on like how you lived during 2008 2009 it's like if you didn't struggle you're not a real one i remember being a kid in my neighborhood and we like during the summer i would go barefoot through the neighborhood because we would play manhunt 
across like all the blocks yep. and I was like, I'm not going to ruin my shoes. I'm going to make them last as long as I can. So I'm going to go without shoes. And they lasted. I made them last like an extra year because of that. Because I, I, I just wouldn't wear them in the summer. And the the feet grew strong. Kind of like Hobbit feet from Lord of the Rings. Like All callous on the bottom. Just calloused. <laughs> immune to everything. I, I could step on Legos and be fine. I couldn't go barefoot wherever because <clears throat> there was hypodermic needles everywhere. <laughs> There was a field we used to play soccer in, and literally me and my brother would walk it before we played soccer just to look for needles. The most we ever found one day was like five scattered across the entire field. Is that the one by uh, uh, the military neighborhood, the Ridge? Uh, no, we were up in uh, like downtown Leavenworth, just off the like between the two churches off uh, 7th Street. It was, I mean, it was it's not a bad neighborhood, don't get me wrong, but there was definitely two apartment complexes that were regularly raided by the government. <laughs> <laughs> like definitely like, government likes to raid stuff it wasn't local cops it was the feds I could guarantee it was the feds <laughs> well, what was your recession survival moment I don't know I, see, Jeez, now we're judging you was, <laughs> did you have it good I was going to parochial school the whole time lucky I had no clue what was going on. Neither did we. <laughs> That's, I didn't like, know what was going this on. This is the way things are now. <laughs> I, I thought that was the way of life because my life actually got better during the recession because we went from having a house that had a raccoon in a room to having a house that had windows. <laughs> That's pretty good. And a so, luxury roof. <laughs> That's where it's and at. A toilet. <laughs> that works? You mean I could take a shower? <laughs> when you. Never mind. We, we had water in the house. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get into that later. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, if you think about it, even with, like, the whole, like, 2020 thing, both my parents are essential workers, never without a job. Nothing yeah. really changed, because they couldn't not have a plumber, and that's what my dad does. <laughs> Lucky ass. My dad was a teacher, always paid like shit. <laughs> my dad worked, like, six or seven different jobs. He'd bounce around because he was very avidly into a pot smoker. He did drugs and drank, and my mom was an alcoholic and gambled, so... I mean, we worked, we lived, but... I didn't realize how bad it really was until I got to, like, high school, and, like... You know, it's not regular to, like, you know, just go home and not have electricity in your house, or, like, go home one day and the gas not work in the middle of the wintertime, so you have, like, a little tiny space heater to, like, heat your bed. <laughs> like, you think I'm joking? Oh, I, <laughs> but, like, I remember... I had, like, there was a little space heater, quite literally, like, half a foot by half a foot... They had, like, a single, like, curved side that the heat came off of. I used to sit around it with my blanket at night some days. I, I had a bad. friend who, uh, <laughs> like, had a farm in the country. And they were still using, like, a furnace for heating. Like, from the, the like, older like, days. Like a wood stove furnace or, like, an actual gas furnace, like, an old furnace? Like, a wood stove <laughs> furnace. It was surprisingly effective. Oh, no, it's very effective. It, I felt... I, I almost suffocated mm -hmm. sometimes. It was... Almost too good. <laughs> Almost. Oh, yeah. We had that same issue at the place that we are, like, building in Alaska right now. It's all wood stoves, and mm -hmm. it gets hot. Like, the place yeah. that we were working was super cold, and then one day I had to go up and insulate the entire roof, and it got hot and stuffy fast. As soon as the insulation went in. <laughs> yeah. I, I, no. I, I would almost rather freeze than be too hot like that. Trust me, no, you wouldn't. I, <laughs> I know no, that's, wouldn't. that's a debate. I would rather be freezing than overheat. I fucking hate being sweaty. Yep. 
I hate that. I understand that, but I would, I, I like being warm. Like, I, I don't mind the cold if I have somewhere warm to go later. But, like, if I had to choose between staying cold or staying warm, I'd probably just stay warm. Oh, I'm not talking warm. I'm talking hot. <laughs> yeah. Warm and hot ain't the same. Yeah, would, you, would you rather burn to death or freeze to death? That's basically what I'm saying. I'd rather freeze. Yeah. Yeah, I got I, I, some with you there. Yeah. Uh, what, what do we want to move to? And we got a bunch of uh, topics. U.S.-Iran match. Iran, get fucked. Uh, <laughs> lost in your own game. Yep. Same with England. Let's go. Um, it's soft. Couldn't imagine. I, I imagine, like, another country coming to the U.S. and, like, tying or beating us in football. <laughs> that's that's our fucking game. I can understand if it's, like, rugby players, maybe. Because rugby players are, I won't lie, rugby players are tough. But rugby's a fucking tough sport. I would not want to play it. But, um, yeah, I guess there were a bunch of tensions pre-game. You guys hear about that with the flag? I have not. We, no. we scrubbed their flag because uh, it has, like, I think it's the Iranian, like, Republic symbol. It's like a call to arms symbol um, on the flag. Uh, we scrubbed it to where it was, it was just the colors. And hmm. It was basically a middle finger. Like, imagine if someone... So came in and scrubbed the stars off our flag. The, yeah. That's basically what we did to them. Wow. Um, so they were pissed. Uh, and of course, <laughs> of course, relations have never been good. They've they, they never really been good. Um, so yeah. Uh, rest in peace to the Iranian team. Uh, their government probably killed them losing this match. I, I think we won 1-0. to zero. So we advance. I mean, men's soccer in the U.S., I don't know how good they've been because... I don't give a shit, um, but I give a shit now that we're winning. I'm not so. entirely sure, if I'm being honest, because I haven't I haven't watched them since uh, Sporting KC had their big debut again back when they moved to the Legends. Yeah. So women's soccer is good. Women's U.S. soccer is good. Everyone can hear me say that. I'm not against soccer. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm against losers. Um, <laughs> if you ain't first, you last. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I no, but in all seriousness, um, I, I think it's so hilarious. Like, they were talking bad shit, especially England. Yeah. And then we brought it to a tie. And yeah. I've, I've never seen the left and the right more united since that tie. Or the win today. USA chant has been trending on Twitter for, like, the last 48 hours. Yeah. I think the last time I saw the US this united was when Russia first attacked Ukraine. <laughs> yeah, first. Is, and is, now that's, 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 that's kind of <laughs> touchy now. but That, uh... That missile to Poland was real awkward. <laughs> like, we almost hit. We, we almost hit the big red button. Almost. <laughs> I wouldn't say almost. I mean, if you look at the geography, it's kind of like, man, how would a Russian missile fly over the entirety of Ukraine? Unless it came from Belarus. Unless it came from Belarus, which is the only way I could think of. Yeah, and they accidentally shot west instead of south. Mm-hmm. Like that's that was weird. I'm not saying Ukraine did it on purpose. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. what the hell? How did that missile get there? Very, very, very interesting. Um, that's not the first time that something like that's happened, though. It's just this one was a little bit more talked about than some of the ones I might have heard of. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're not suicidal, by the way. Yes, yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm, so, I'm really fine. My life is stressful, but I am good. Clinton's... Uh, <laughs> that's all I got to say. Um, <laughs> man. China. Uh... What the hell? <laughs> Not the Chinese revolution happening right now. Uh, they're they're in year three 
of COVID restrictions. Yes. Dear God, I, wow. Um, yeah, a bunch of citizens are protesting. A British reporter got arrested for his own good Chinese quote. Seriously? Mm-hmm. Um, I want to know how that seriously is still that bad over there in China, though, with the whole COVID situation. Because it's been, what, three years since the beginning of it, right? And we've yeah. already had, what, four different companies have vaccines. One of them has, like, taken back, obviously. But, like, we still have two companies that are still producing vaccines. I've been vaccinated twice. Because I've gotten my first one and then my booster. And I'm, I think, set to get a second booster soon or something like that. So I'm, I'm wondering how I was managed to get my second booster for free. And yet they're still having such a big issue with COVID currently. Well, it's it's because they have a, a zero COVID policy, mm-hmm. right? So, like, let's say um, someone in this neighborhood gets COVID. Yeah. One, a singular person, the whole city, locked down. Dead serious. Zero well, COVID policy. Well, so what I would mean, though, is, like, that's, that doesn't make really too much sense to me. Because if they have that zero COVID policy and it's that strict for the past three years... How is it still spreading so quickly, or like how is it still spreading into some, these different districts? Like it just doesn't add up to me. Yeah, because it's it's like the flu, basically. I mean, the yeah. flu doesn't go away. Oh, I know. The common cold doesn't go away, and uh, I think now that we're past like any deadly form of it, it's. But like China doesn't care. Mm-hmm. China never cares. Yeah. They're the same one committing a genocide. Beijing. <laughs> we uh please don't kill us um they, they've been committing genocide for like five six years now i want to it might it might be seven i think it was probably closer closer to seven i think it is seven i think it's been since 2015 but uh not suicidal um yeah i what do you think of that the whole i mean i think not even on like the China side, like even here, realizing that the, we're at the point now where it's going to keep coming like the flu, but it's not going to be as deadly, is a lot safer mentality to have than we have to shut this out and shut everything down to yeah. all hell's end. But I mean, if, if you had said it was the flu like two years ago, God, you'd be crucified. But mm-hmm. I mean, how many years is it going to take of COVID before we're like, okay, maybe it's not going away? No, it's not going to go away. It's the same that people forget. COVID isn't a new disease that we have. It was just a mutation of SARS, which has been around for generations before us. Yeah, it's yeah. Not, there was the not, SARS in 2009. Yeah, so there's, the outbreaks that happened before, the only difference is now they just changed the name of it, and now it's all of a sudden some new disease that's dangerous to everyone. It's been around forever. The only difference is how viral it's been this time. Like, our, the, we've had outbreaks, like scares, like the Ebola one back when high school first started. Back when that was a big thing in Africa, and they said everyone's going to die from it. Back when Obama was going his way out, there was the bird flu. I think that was possibly going to get infect humans. That I remember that was a scare back when I was younger, especially like the first time we had the sort of the chicken shortage and all like, the eggs were getting thrown. And just there's been diseases that have happened in our past recently that have been to an ex- to to a scale that could have been like COVID. However, just because of how viral this one, that's the only reason why it got so much coverage. I think. Yeah, and I mean, in like. In, like, two and a half years, just in the U.S. alone, there was a million deaths, which, like, if you say that alone, mm-hmm. sounds like a lot. But in almost three years, it's like, okay, when over 50% of those deaths were people over the age of 65, mm-hmm. like, it's like, okay. that's Like, yeah, sucks that they're yeah, gone, yes. but 
You have to factor in. You you have to look in hindsight. Oh, other, other health in, 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 or yeah. health def- or health things that are gonna impact deficiencies, it. like just pre-existing conditions. Yeah. Not to mention like even before. I'm COVID vaccinated, by the way. Don't come after me. But even before COVID happened, how many flu deaths were there a year? There was hundreds of thousands of people oh, yeah. dying from the flu already. There's people dying from strep throat. People dying from the common cold. However, just because when when COVID came through, I don't know what changed. But every death was COVID all of a sudden. Every death that yeah, happened. There, there was a story. Sickness. There was a story about a guy who. Uh, there are two separate stories. There's a story about a guy who attempted to commit suicide, got hospitalized, and then eventually died in the hospital from those like suicide attempt injuries. Mm-hmm. And he caught COVID while in the hospital, and they ruled it as a COVID death. Mm-hmm. And um, it was like he succumbed to the suicide injuries. I mean, he tried to kill himself. There was another one about a guy who got in a car crash. Um, Went in the hospital, died from the injuries of the car crash. He either caught COVID in the hospital or already like had no symptom COVID mm-hmm. when like, he got into the crash. But they still ruled it as a COVID death. And it's like, okay, um, what what gives? Mm-hmm. It's like, not to say COVID wasn't a big deal at any point. Yes. Um, but it's also like, if you need to lie to prove your point, whether you're left, right, center, mm-hmm. don't care about politics. If you need to lie to prove your point, dog, I lose respect no matter who you are. That's my thing. I'm a realist. Um, man, we should go on to... Who who put the bird flu epidemic? I'm curious on that one. That, that was me. That was something that I was like just thinking of when I got off work. I was sitting there, I was like, you know, chicken prices have gone up, prices of everything has gone up, like, substantially. I remember two years ago, I could go buy a pack of chicken breasts for $8, eight forty forty six a pound, you know, something like that. I go in there, like, two days ago, three days ago, it's $16 for a pack of chicken. The same weight, same price, or the same size, nothing's changed except for the price of the chicken. And most of this is because of bird flu epidemic, uh, right before uh, Thanksgiving, there was the turkey shortage that happened across the United States for the feast that we do here in town, for, like for a free community meal. We almost didn't get turkeys this year because we didn't think we were able to get supply enough for it. Mind you, we're getting like seventy-two turkeys, not like twelve. Yes, we're not just buying like one or two. Jeez. <laughs> it's a community meal for the like it's an actual free community meal that we do here. Okay, like, but we served sixteen hundred on Thanksgiving Day. That's. Wow. That, that's, how, that's how many meals this year? This yes, year. this yeah. year. Just a couple days ago. Yeah. Damn. What was yeah. it like with COVID? Like, and it was, I think we 1,300 the, like, the first year of COVID? We were still running close the, to the same numbers. The difference was we didn't have dine-in. We didn't have dine-in because we, we usually asked. do dine-in. Like, people can come in and eat. And then we also have something that we let them take like take to go. So we'll drop it off at their house. Or, like, they can come in and get the order. We, like, leave it for them. And then they'd go and take it wherever they need to. That's pretty good, though. I didn't know uh, 1,600 people would make use of that around here. It's, we're we've, hoping for more. We shoot for 2,000 every year since we got around this mark, so hopefully we'll get a little bit more. But it's So when COVID hit, because we, we also have like a monthly community meal that we do, and now there's at least two, if not three meals a week served by the various churches in the area. So there's little reason to go hungry if you know where to go to get the food around yeah. here. Yeah. But they had to change it in a lot of places when COVID hit to like we can't do dine-in anymore. You just have to like come pick it up 
and then go somewhere else and eat it because we can't have all these old congregations catching things that could be detrimental because like you were saying you know 65 and up with a lot of them well yeah. that makes they, it they got hit hard majority of our churches. a lot of our congregations so <laughs> i mean it was nice getting the dine-in back this year finally we only took two years off from it though. like that's not bad not terrible. This is the 21st annual yeah, year. I hope you guys are making the Limit Street guy aware of that. Y'all know about him? No. There's a, there's a homeless guy. Oh, wait, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll put homeless in quotes because I've heard I've heard some rumors. Uh, he's on Limit Street, like, all the time, and it's the same spot. But I heard rumors that he has a home. And, like, that's where he goes, but he's not there. You should have seen the car he gets picked up in. That's what I'm saying. It's like, is he a scammer? Like, legit a scammer? It's possible. But it's the possible. other thing that you have to remember now is that there's, like, so, like, Kansas City obviously has, like, a pretty big homeless population. Oh, yeah. Some of them don't have to be. Some of them are, like, mm-hmm. veterans that just feel more comfortable living out on the street and are okay with that. And they're actually well off. But they don't want to, like, use it. Like, some of them are actually perfectly fine, and they're not begging for anything. They'd just rather be out there. I don't know what it is. I don't know what they went through. I don't know what their story is. I just know that not all of them are in. It's the adjustment back to the civilian life. And, yeah. like, just the mentality of, like, not wanting help. Which is, like, most of the, like, main problem of, like, homeless veterans. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I think it's also, like, some of them are just underprepared for, like, post-military. It's not just military people, though, which is also a big issue that people don't really look at. I, because we're a big prison town, you know that. It's just something that happens here. I was actually, my dad knew a lot of guys who just freshly came out of prison, the prison system, and, like, you know, trying to get back on the right foot. And there was at least three guys who hadn't seen the outside world or, like, modern events since, like, 2004. So the guy came out, you know, his whole, like, big, big, big shorts, big, big shirt and whatnot. His Nokia phone still, he had no idea what an iPhone was. Like, he had an idea what an iPhone was. He had and no clue and now we're it. living in a he dystopia, so. Like, he had no clue what an iPhone was. He had no clue how, like, you know, he went to McDonald's and they had the whole, like, kiosk thing. He was like, I have no idea how to run this thing. I've never seen this before. You know, like, back when he, like, he comes out, he sees a computer monitor that's just sitting on a, on a table. No freaking, like, he has a mouse and keyboard. And it's like, there's no way that he can really adjust to modern life without having to go through a whole reset yeah that's that's pretty unfair but it's also like if he like killed someone um don't kill someone next uh, time. i believe the one guy that i talked to he'd gone to jail because of something someone else did not like he was not saying he wasn't guilty he was an accomplice but he'd gone to jail not because he yeah. physically did something but because he was an accessory to it i couldn't imagine won't get into that though being in that <laughs> and then coming out and it's like oh we're, we're in a dystopia. And cool. it's a big issue because actually a lot of prisoners will go right back in just because they can't adjust to that modern life. They They'll can't. commit a crime just yeah. to go back in. And so they know. know that, too. Because that's the system. Because they're living the system for a couple of years. or I'm not, I'm not saying everyone who lives in the system doesn't want to go back into modern like living and wants to go out and be free. But some people, they just can't switch back into like the regular swing of things. They can't get a job because once you go to prison, which we can't like, get... Get have a catch felony. You can't really or qualify for most jobs. You can't qualify. Most banks will actually deny you for loans if you have a felony on record. 
uh, a lot of jobs will literally just not won't even look at your application if you say that you've had one. Reminds me of Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> I don't know if you guys watched that film. Good ass film. <laughs> Brooks was here. Whoever gets it gets it. Um, he, I think he killed himself because he was like, I can't adjust to modern life. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like an eighty year old man or something. He he was old and it's like he has no life out there. Things made sense in prison. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you get three meals a day, two meals a day. I don't know how many. You get fed. Yep. You have a place to sleep. Three hots and a cot. Yeah. You, you have <laughs> bath, like, uh, out there, you know, okay, no one's going to take me for a job. Mm-hmm. Um, family maybe cut off. Family probably doesn't want to talk to you because you went to prison for how many <laughs> yeah. years. Your kids have grown I mean, up. <laughs> what, uh, what can you do besides, like, be homeless? Uh, unless, like, you have family willing to take you in. Yeah. Um, get you up on your feet. It's hard, but it's... I mean, there are people that are like, well, should have committed a crime. It's also like, well, uh, where were they raised? Because sometimes it... There's a big correlation there, between where you're... Gang culture? Yep. Um, you Which know? I, I think is completely just... I don't want to say idiotic on its own, but just, like, I get an idea of being born into a situation where that's prevalent... And that's what you're surrounded by, and that's, like, what you want to do. But I just, I don't understand it. I, I have serious problems with trying to, like, think of the mentality. Uh, I don't want to, like, I, I guess I'm going to offend people anyway, if, no matter what I say. But just, I don't see the whole, like, not just hip-hop genre or rap. I understand that it's talking about your experiences, talking about your life. But I don't understand why there's such a big draw. Not just from people in lower-income in communities, people in like upper class communities who want to listen to rap music who want to go out and do that want to go you know i don't say gaming because they just want to hustle and i'm like i don't understand why you'd want to go to that point like how how is that appealing to you as a person yeah i'm sorry to people who like rap and i like some rap songs that are old but like bro the the whole like I fuck bitches and, and pop zannies and blah, and blah, 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 And it's like... Or I killed three dudes the other bro, day. The, I don't I, care if the cop comes and tries to get me. I'm going to shoot him too or something like that. Yeah, and then, and then they're in court trying to explain those lyrics. And they're like, uh, they don't mean anything. <laughs> Even though I, I described a murder I did five years ago. <laughs> Isn't that how 21 Savage got deported? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> His green card expired. People, people were making fun of, like, whoever loses the England US match gets custody of 21 Savage <laughs> and uh they tied so no one gets it no one gets so no so no he's, he's homeless <laughs> that was funny no, I, just, I just find it kind of like infuriating that rap music is such so prominent and so like it not just like now it's political and miniature for most songs are political but I understand that's poetry in its own form but I just irks me seeing people who go out and listen to rap music and want to commit the same acts they hear not understanding that you're just falling into the same pit they did yeah and not even making anything out of yourself fun fact the bloods are worth like a billion dollars and the crips are worth like 2.5 billion dollars what the hell um <laughs> I didn't know gangs were worth billions go back in time in history and the Knights of Templar or the you know, the Holy Holy Roman Empire, you know, back when the Crusades were going on, they were the richest empire in the entire world. Yeah, those are empires. Yes. They're just like street gangs. Why do they, why they, they have any gang money? empires? That's what they 
that's the same so, idea. Who put the Kansas food tax removed? Question mark. That was me. Also, you want to talk about that one? I was, I was, I wanted to know if you had any information or updates on it. I think it was not this election cycle, but the previous election cycle, like the primaries, when I think it was like Laura Kelly and whoever else. I'm not sure who else was involved with it. Removing the food tax in the city of Kansas, like from grocery stores. So my parents and I actually talked about this the other day. And this is a lesson to read between the lines, anyone listening. Um, yes, food tax was removed. However, uh, there's like basically, it's it's basically another tax. It's like 40, 45 cents for every, like either 100 cents or $100. I think it's $100. But like, you're still... You're still paying a form so of tax. So it's a on lower groceries. tax than so it's just like reducing the tax. It's it's because currently like it's a like, charge to pay off the no tax. Basically, that's so weird. we can afford not having tax on on groceries. It's yeah. forty five cents for every like hundred dollars or something. I can look it up. I don't want to give false info. I mean, I understand. Um, I just didn't know if you like had anything like. So she was com- still running with that in her campaign mm-hmm. this election. Okay. Like, like, that she was still voting on it? That she's still pushing to get it pushed through? She's still pushing to get it, like, fully put into place, like, next year? Let me look. Um. Okay. Correction. It's not gonna be completely axed until 2025. It's gonna be reduced slowly until then. So, January 1st, 2023... It'll go to a 4% tax, and then January 1st, 2024, it'll go to 2%, and then disappearing altogether, um, allegedly, but... Because I think, if I'm not mistaken, currently it's 10%. Back when the first recession happened, I think it was 8%, it had bumped up to 10% somewhere between the recession and, like, 2020, and then now, I guess now I'm still sitting at the ten percent mark of every dollar spent in food. I just my, my next question that came with that though was why I wanted to know if you had any updates on it. Was is this food tax thing going to even make an impact before this current which recession goes through? Which I'm not sure if they're calling it a recession yet, but it's kind of seeming like that from everything I've seen. It's food tax, food prices going sky high. Is that tax being removed even going to do anything at this point? Like, by the time we get to 2025, because currently, you know, eggs have gone up $3 from the, where they were 10 years ago. Uh, milk is freaking insane now. It's like, it used to be like a dollar fifty a gallon, now it's like 3 or 4 Uh Butter is insane. That jumped like 600%. And yeah, then, dairy products are say, terrible right now. And wasn't like back in 2020, not even like, what, two years ago, they farmers were dumping milk because they had nowhere to give it to? Wasn't it literally just, like, so, go ahead? fun fact. Hmm? Economists measure th- something uh, called, like, the Big Mac scale. Yeah. Where, like, uh, you can measure the economy based on, like, how many hours of labor it takes to buy mm-hmm. a Big Mac. Yeah. So, current minimum wage is seven twenty five, yeah. which many places around here don't even pay below, like, mm-hmm. eight and a half, $9. Um, but... Big Mac's worth like eight bucks now as a meal. Yeah. Like takes that's an hour insane. and a half of work. Yeah, to it, get a Big Mac. It it takes over an hour and like, you can literally measure the economy by by that way, due to inflation. Like prices have increased, and it used to take like half an hour of work to buy a Big Mac, mm-hmm. and now it takes over an hour. Um, 
And, yeah, I, I don't think the elimination of the food tax is going to do anything. Because the government still needs that revenue. It's just going to come from other sources. So you're going to be like, oh, awesome. I, like, don't have to pay a food tax anymore. Oh, yeah. but then or you're going to you're gonna see you're gonna see separately in other bills in other years, oh, there's a tax on gas. My property tax has increased. My taxes overall have increased. The income tax but no food 1%. tax. Yeah. No food tax though. They make up that revenue in, in other ways. Because mm-hmm. um, the truth of the matter is government's thirty one trillion dollars in debt. If they want money from you, they're gonna get it one way or another. They're, they're going to please you by being like, oh, yeah, no more food tax. Oh, but your property tax increased by, like, the same amount conveniently. So I I, I don't think it's going to matter in the long run. And also, I mean, companies are just going to be like, oh, well, there's no food tax. They're not going to notice if, uh, you they know, they, they, they bought it and after tax it was six twenty five. So now we're going to make the item worth six twenty five. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. Government's gonna get its money either way. It's like artificially inflated, just for no, just because they could. <laughs> Don't like the government. <laughs> what? Are, what are the other? I co- totally close out the list. Um. Oh. Voting age. Oh should it, no. Should it be lifted to twenty one? <sighs> now that we're talking about issues, and we're I'm twenty. I'm. Just, I just turned twenty, so. I think we're all 20 here. How old are you, Michelle? He's three weeks older than me, so I'm 20. (laughs) Okay. Make sure. (laughs) We're we're still babies. Um, So this essentially, like, if this passed right now, we would have voted for two years and not be allowed to vote for a little while longer. Yeah, like, let's say this this passed... Let's say this was the first thing Joe Biden passed when he was in office. So in, in 2021. Like, we would have voted in that election, but we wouldn't have voted in these midterms. Yeah. Um... Straight up, I I want to hear what you guys think first. Okay, I'll go I'll, I'll go first. I guess I think right now where the voting age is the voting age at eighteen is okay. I don't think it's perfect. However, I do think that is at a spot where it shouldn't really be changed. I'm not really. I don't think we should be upped anyway because uh, I, I guess I have I have like conflicts compared to like raising the age versus like lowering it. Because I, I don't don't want it lowered at all. 16, That I just think that was a completely idiotic idea, whoever proposed that. I'm sorry if I offend anybody, but not really that sorry. I just feel like at 18 years old, you're old enough to start to have your own opinions. However, you're still heavily influenced by those before you who are already able to vote. And I don't think raising it to the age 21 is really going to give you enough time to get that same opinion. Because when you're coming out of high school, for one, you already have your whatever your mindset is. You're usually not completely made up, but you already have an idea of what you believe in. And that's going to change over time. You can change who you vote for at any point in the year, at any point in time, whenever you want to. That's your opinion. That's your choice. You can do that at any point in your life. However, I feel like there should be not so much focus on changing the age, but more on changing how much you're informed about what you're voting on. Yeah. Michelle, what do you think? I don't... I think I was more informed at the end of high school than I am now that I'm kind of expected to do it on my own because like the last thing that I took before I left was American government so I was even though I had already been heavily introduced into those concepts because like my mom's been working the election for as long as I can remember 
I had to understand what was going on to some degree. Our final was like the citizenship test and we had to pass it not for citizenship but for a grade. Uh, fun fact on the citizenship test, in my class I was the only person that passed as a, as a U.S. citizen when I was born because my dad was an immigrant from Jamaica and my mom was born here. But as, 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 as in my class for American government, I was the only kid that would be able to become a citizen. That is so... That is scary. That I passed with a 75%. So you had to add 70 to, to pass. I had like a 75, 76%, which I thought was like a really low grade. I was, I, I was like, I thought I'd be like on the lower end of the scale. No, I was the top of the scale. <laughs> I was in like the 90s somewhere. I didn't miss very many on that. I only missed like two, I think. And there's 100 questions. Mm-hmm. So. But I, I don't think it should be lowered to 16. Because as much as... I would have loved to have influence at 16 when I was 16. I understand why that wouldn't be smart. But then, do you think it should be raised, though? That's the real question. Do you think it should be raised to 21? Back to 21, I should say. I don't see what that would really do. Because, like like you were saying, right? You, Mm -hmm. You can change your mind at any point in your life. Some people go off to college and their views change wildly. Some people, like you, are, like, in the middle, <laughs> very in the middle, not going anywhere. My teacher that taught American government in high school said that he changes his political affiliation depending on which one of the primaries he wants to have influence on because he's in the middle and he goes both ways. And if he likes one candidate on one side, he'll vote for them in the primary. And then if they make it to the general, then he'll follow through with that. But that doesn't mean that he has to only vote left or right every year because you can change it as many times as you want. So I I feel like 18 is fine. <laughs> I, I'm going to be I'm going to be the contrarian. Go for it. Here here's my my stance. So history major coming out back in the old days. This is wrong. Do not put words in my mouth. No, go for it. The podcast viewers watching. Um, <laughs> no one put words in my mouth. Censored. You used to be that, like, only white landowners could vote. Mm-hmm. That's racist. Yes. That was a bad idea. Of By course. the way, just for everyone on the podcast, we were both people of color. I'm Hispanic. And I'm um, Jamaican and Filipino, so congratulations. So it used to be white landowners could vote. And yes, that was racist. Uh, not defending it here. But the idea was, okay, you're voting because shit affects you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, of course, when, you know, African Americans weren't allowed to vote, it was still like, you needed to own land. All right. Well, of course we got rid of you need to own land. But I think raising it to 21 would be like, okay, shit affects you. Most people when they're 18 are voting based on like, what what's popular what's the social trend not actually doing research you mentioned that you're old enough you have to do the research now it's on you which is why you know you said you're less informed than you were in high school but for me I'm more informed because now it is on me instead of my government class also it's like dog we can't even drink alcohol until we're 21 mm-hmm. we can't buy most guns until we're 21 like 
for a reason. That, that's an iffy sort that's, of thing. That's that's yes. iffy. Depends on where you are. But you can't buy tobacco in this county till you're 21. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. And, it's like, and if you want to know a funny thing about the whole gun thing, it's interesting. You can buy a fully built AR-15. Like, I, I, by the way, I'm pro gun. We can buy fully fully built AR-15 at 18. But in order just to buy the receiver of the gun, you have to be 21. Yeah. You can buy a fully, a fully ATF gun. is going to kill you and your dog, by the way. The ATF is coming for you. Um, but <laughs> it's like, okay, all of that is for people at 21. It's like, yeah, drinking alcohol below 21 affects, I mean, your brain still your, developing. Your brain develops at 25. Um, uh, you know, 25 20, if you're a girl. Sorry. Yeah. Try 28 if you're you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> us males are stupid. But. But, but you get the idea, though. Your yeah. brain's still developing. Right, and but if you're pushing what you're pushing, of you can't do all this stuff till you're 21-1, in theory, if you waited till legal age to do things, you are under significantly more influences when you're 21 than when you are before. Mm-hmm. Right? And also, if you're going to wait, you might as well wait until your brain's developed. That's true. Um... But, I mean, they, they lowered it from 21 mm-hmm. to 18. And, I mean, real talk, that, that was just to get votes. And now it's, like, lowered to 16. And that's where, like, I, like, I, kinda, I, can, I can see where your argument comes to, for, yeah. like, fruition. I don't like the idea of lowering the age further. Because I, I'm, not, I'm not saying a specific side's doing anything of any, of any nature. However, I keep seeing political ads and political, like, just agendas being forced upon younger and younger generations... And I don't like the idea of scalping children of their own political beliefs just in order to further your own idea. Like, uh, oh, you posted on Snapchat the other day that, like, Twitter just bounce board. You know, you're only hearing your own the echo, chamber. echo chamber. Twitter that's is such an echo chamber, and that's why people are so pissed that Elon Musk bought it. I'm not getting into that quite yet. We won't, we won't get into that Yeah, yet. but just to Dear get God. into that <laughs> but, political thing, like, if you're on there, so many people are putting their campaign onto Snapchat and Twitter and Instagram (laughs) because that's where the people that they're trying to sway are. Yeah, I say they're not they're not advertising to like older generations like because I will say like again they're not going to advertise to a bunch of 50, 60 year olds they're not going to advertise to people who have the money have the land because those people already have their own ideas. They know what they want in life. They already have built up their own lives. What they're trying to advertise is the people who haven't even gotten there yet. Like, yeah. I, I, I turned 18, and I had already had a full-time job. I was already in college full-time. I was already working 8-12 hour shifts, and I was already, like, you know, going to school my whole 6 hours a day or whatever you want to call it. And I didn't have time to go and try and, like, you know, research politics. I didn't have time to go out and buy a house or buy a car, because I couldn't do that yet. But I was able to vote. I was able to go vote for some people I had no idea what I'm voting over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, like... You, you look at the, the time and in, in when the voting age was lowered to 18. It was, it was 1971. Mm-hmm. It's literally one of the most recent amendments. Yep. Vietnam ended in 1975. Conveniently, that's, that's the age group that was getting drafted and sent to Vietnam. No, that, you want to stop the war, you get the votes from that group. That are, that are going out there. Yeah. Yep. You, you get the votes from that group to vote against the war. Conveniently, it ended four years later. Like, yeah, more, more people that were of voting age were becoming a threat to people who wanted to continue the war. So it's in your political interest to end it. So, and, and it started in, in like 1955. It was a, it was a 20-year war. Mm-hmm. And four years after we lowered the voting age to 18, it stops. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I'm saying, like, raised back to 21. It, it was, it was a, 
So way then, to get votes. My question is though, if like just taking that whole analogy with the war and whatnot, would raising it to twenty one be more detrimental to the people or to the people we're voting for? Because you can still get enlisted in the military at eighteen. You can still go out and fight in a war. You can still go out. That's what you, I guess, you I, want to do. You can still I would go take out. it a step further and be like, can't get drafted until 21 as well. I say because uh, like that's if, if you can't vote until that's 21, like, it's like you can go die for your like, you can go die for your country at 18, but you can't go out and get a beer at 18. You can't go out. And yeah, do, like, I, I, it, I would say like 21 is is the new 18, and that's I would say yeah, that like okay. you can't get drafted until 21 then. Um, but I, I think it would be more detrimental to politicians because. On average, the uh, like twenty one and up are more informed than eighteen to twenty one. Yes. Um, the, the eighteen, <laughs> the eighteen to twenty four age group in this midterm elections overwhelmingly voted Democrat, mm-hmm. and conveniently the social trends prefer Democrat. And that's what I'm saying. If you, you know, say, I want to take it a step further. Look at the social media trends at the time and what was trending. It was mostly Democratic viewpoints, Democratic ideas, ideas. Uh, democratic hashtag. Do you really saw a lot of not quite like points politically, but you saw a lot more plays on emotion at that point, which I think yeah. is kind of detrimental to the whole idea of our political system. This idea of playing off people's emotions rather than logic or actual facts, because I know that's how you win people over. Just you know, if you can get into their into their brain and get into how they think, how they act, then you can influence them in whichever way you want to. Big side note. How the fuck does Mitch McConnell keep getting re-elected? Feed me poor Because the incumbent <laughs> has a significantly higher chance of election than anybody else, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Dude, like, from I, 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 I don't like him. Mm-hmm. I, what's going on with his I, neck? I, I, I don't like him uh, But I have an issue with our whole like political system currently. I'm not saying that it's. Uh, I'm not saying that this needs to be a whole change and like, re- but does need to be revamped. I don't like the idea of having congressmen, senators, things like that, in the age group of like seventy plus. As much as like, as much as I hate to say, it's like was like twenty percent of our of our like legislatures is in that seventy plus category. I think the oldest member serving is like what like 82, 89, somewhere in that like the eighties range. So, 26 of the 100 senators at the national level are, what What age did you tell me to look at? 70, 70 plus? 70 plus. 70 plus. Uh, 76 of the 435 are 70 plus. Well, hopefully they die off soon, because... Well, but, okay, but here's my thing, though, is if you're looking at, like, our president currently, Joe Biden, how was he, 82? I think it could be he's, wrong. He's a fossil. I say, but, but what I was saying, he's, though, he's, the oldest, he's, he's the oldest president. Yeah, but, so we sure. can mil- mine him for oil. <laughs> but but, you, but you, like, do, you, do you see what the point I'm trying to get at? Is I'm sorry, like, there's not really that young representation in our government. And I understand like the idea of we don't want to elect young people. I, wanna, I think it's also the just the laws. Like, can't be president unless you're at least 35. 35. But like, also you need political experience before then, and you don't get enough before the age of 35. You, so you need to, but did Donald Trump like really have like, like even like look at Trump? Did he have that much political experience before? But he he, he could outspend the other Republicans yes. for ads. That's that the only sense. advantage yes. he had. Um, but like, if you're let's say I want to go into politics right now, right? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I want to aim for presidency. I have to be at least thirty-five. Well, 
fuck, I better get started, like, right now, because mm-hmm. if, if you're not, like, Trump and a billionaire and have all that money to spend on ads, you need to be, like, preferably a senator at some point, which, before we can even attempt that, yeah, you, you need to, to be have, probably a governor of... first, mm-hmm. or, like, at least in the state legislature. You, you need to get your name out there in a yep. big way in your state to win a Senate seat in your state, which means, okay... You're you're probably in the in the state legislature for at least two terms, mm-hmm. um, whether you're a representative or a, a senator, and then maybe a governor for a term or two, and then you could be a senator mm-hmm. uh, at the at the national level, like right there. That's at least three terms. Chances are you're not going to get that before that twenty yeah. before thirty five. Yeah, it's it's really hard, and, and that's why it's like there's a bunch of old people. I think. Like, AOC is the youngest one, but, like, just not a fan of her. I just don't like her. Her and Elon have been going at it on Twitter. That's That's been hilarious. They've been just fighting the whole time. And people are making it, like, some, like, fanfic ship oh, no. of, like, uh, enemies to lovers type. Like, the, the enemies, like, on, on the social media, but secretly either. <laughs> Even though they have, like, quite the age gap, I think. I don't, I don't know how old they are. Elon's like 50-something, right? I think he's late 40s, early 50s. He looks 50. I don't, I don't know how old he is. How, how old are they? The numbers. Elon is 51. Got it. Early 50s. Yep. How old is it, AOC? Uh, I'm going to say 37. 33. Fuck. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Damn it. Yeah, but... 18-year difference? Yeah. <laughs> one kid <laughs> you know what? I was like five kids or something yeah. he's pooping them out I thought, I thought he had like six kids because like I said I'm gonna say five she's, look, she's like looking a, it up like I said ten twins and like I said triplets or something like that there's, they're not triplets but like three kids with one woman like I said twins and there's one has six fuck see oh wait no this is eight now hold on is that after the twins and, uh, was it J or whatever is... Uh, yeah, no, I see that one that's, like, mostly English letters. It was, like, X-A-E-12. Yeah, someone yeah. went up and was, like, how's... And then, it like, insert the fucking exact thing that Elon named him. And Elon was, like, confused as fuck, like, what are you talking about? Oh, my, oh, kid. my kid. Yeah, like, oh, my kid, Bro, my child. Why'd you name him that? You're not gonna fucking remember. Mm-hmm. eight Money. Lots of money. Lot, lots of women. Well, that was like, oh, what was it? Like Brad Pitt and whoever. Angelina Jolie. And they, they adopted. Have like a, yeah, they have like 11 adopted kids. Maybe one that's there. And then they divorced. Bro. I was wow. upset about that one. I was invested uh, as a kid. I watched uh, what, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. It was a spy movie. They're both spies and they were set to kill each other. And real ones know. Real ones know what I'm talking about. This is the outro. This is the first one, so I'm not gonna make it all fancy. Uh, stop listening. <laughs>